You are tuned in to On Air with Chris Janifel. Welcome back on air with Chris Janfield as we continue our player spotlight series with the 2020 NFL draft class. And I'm now joined by Zach San Martino, the standout offensive lineman out of Dartmouth College. Zach, I appreciate you taking the time tonight. How's everything going? Doing really well, Christian. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. So before we get into your Dartmouth career, Zach, let's start off by talking about the draft process itself. We're less than a month away from the start of the 2020 NFL draft, and unfortunately, due to the pandemic caused by the coronavirus outbreak, the Dartmouth Pro Day was canceled. I've seen recently, though, on Twitter, you've been promoting some of the numbers that you've uh, recorded as you were, tr- uh, of course, preparing and training uh, for this Pro Day uh, for the last three, maybe even four Four months now. Um, I see that you measure in at 6'4", 315 pounds. You ran a 5'2", 740-yard dash with a 1.71 10-yard split that really stands out. A 31-inch vertical, 4'6", short shuttle, 7'3", three-cone drill, and 27 reps on the bench press. If you compare those numbers to those offensive linemen at the combine, you're right at the top of it. Uh, Where are you training at, and how do some of these elite testing numbers translate to what we see out of you on the field. Yeah, so I've been doing my draft prep training at Cristelli Performance. It's in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, about half hour north of Pittsburgh. And so being from Pittsburgh originally was a no-brainer for me. I actually worked out with him this past summer before my last season, and I had some great results. So I knew I want to go back to them right away. And uh, so yeah, I've been there the last three, three and a half months or so. And uh, some of the training and just the numbers and improvements you've seen have been great. They've done a phenomenal job with I love my time up there with them. Yeah, absolutely. I've spoken to a couple guys that have been training at Grossetti's, and everybody seems to echo the same sentiments as you. And, you know, we, we see the results out of uh, the athletes that come out of there uh, that have been training there over the last handful of years now. Um, back in January, Zach, you participated in the College Gridiron Showcase's small school event held in Fort Worth, Texas. After standing out in that event, they brought you uh, back to participate in their main showcase that included some great talent from some Power 5 schools. What was that opportunity like to show the pro teams in attendance? I know all 32 NFL teams were there, CFL teams were there, XFL teams were there. What was that opportunity like for you to show them that you certainly belonged? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was actually kind of a funny story how I got there. I ended up getting invited to the main CGS showcase back in October or September when the first round of invites went out. And I uh, talked to some uh, one of my coaches, and he said that uh, if you have to pay for an All-Star game, don't do it. So I actually turned the CGS down back in October or so. And then after a season ended, I was interviewing agents. Uh, the guy I ended up signing with acted like I was crazy for not uh, jumping on the opportunity to go down to Texas. And so he had me call up the Mike Riddleman, the guy who's from Pittsburgh who organized the event, and like just ask his shot back in it. And so the main CGS is actually full, but he told me that they could put me back in the small school showcase and I could try to earn my way back up to the main one. So with obviously jumping that opportunity, just get me down there, just get me in front of some people just to see how it went. And I played well, and yeah, they invited me up to the next one, and it was a great experience. It's good to kind of get some film against some bigger school guys coming from a D1 AA school. So I love my time down there, then being in front of about 150 or 160 scouts from all 32 teams. It was just a really good opportunity to interview some teams, just kind of get my name out some more. Who were some of the teams that you were able to meet with at the CGS or even dating back the past couple of years of yours at Dartmouth, Zach? Any idea how the NFL is viewing you as a prospect? Yeah, I've talked to about eight teams so far through my uh, draft prep process. 
it seems like the same kind of sentiment holds true right now. They seem to have me as a uh, priority free agent, but with the good pro day numbers, teams are saying that my agent also thinks that I could sneak it like a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. And so now that we just finished up our pro days, I'm hoping that uh, due to the great performance I had in my pro day on video, that uh, I'll be able to move up from that uh, priority free agent spot to maybe into the sixth, seventh round, something like that. Again, we're chatting with Zach San Martino, the first team all Ivy League interior offensive lineman out of Dartmouth College. And Zach, coming out of North Hills High School in Pittsburgh, how did you ultimately decide that you were going to attend Dartmouth? What was the recruiting process like for you, and how did Dartmouth ultimately win you over? Yeah, so I actually didn't start playing football until ninth grade, and so I didn't become a full-time starter until the start of my senior year. I didn't quite really. I didn't become actually good at football until I would say my junior year. And uh, so I was kind of a late bloomer for sure. Dartmouth was actually the first team to offer me. I got my first offer from them the Friday before the first game my senior year. And then uh, as the season went on, I got about 15 or 16 other D1 offers. And I was kind of weighing out in my head this uh, big school versus like Ivy League kind of balance. And I knew just looking back at other Ivy Leaguers that there's been a lot of guys from the Ivy League make the NFL. In fact, from like all the FCS conferences at the start of the season, Ivy League had the most NFL players in any conference. And so looking at that, I knew just that was a great opportunity. I couldn't pass it up where you get the Ivy League degree as well as play Division One football. And I fell in love with the coaching staff and just the area up in New Hampshire. It was a great fit for me. Yeah, and, you know, just sticking with the whole smaller school type angle, I don't think I've seen a year that is as loaded of players, prospects coming out of smaller schools, FCS, D2, even D3, than there are this year. So it's, again, very unfortunate that um, many pro days, most pro days have been canceled. But, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, just zeroing in on the Ivy League, a lot of talent, a great conference there in the FCS. Freshman year, Zach, you're on the JV team, and you actually missed the entire 2016 season with an injury. What exactly was that injury, and how were you able to overcome it, not only physically, but mentally as well? Yeah, so my freshman year, I got in a few games, but wasn't doing much playing time on uh, Saturday. And then during those games, we had a, or during this, that season, we had three defensive linemen who were just really good. Two of them got shot in the NFL. And just being on the scout team, bowing each day, I got a little bit beat up. I ended up uh, tearing a labor in my shoulder. So I kind of fought through the season with that. And then going into that offseason, I got surgery on my shoulder uh, to get it repaired. And I could have been cleared for like early August, but I would have pretty much missed the whole offseason for working out. So we thought it would be best just to redshirt that year and get the fifth year back. And so I just spent that whole uh, sophomore year just getting back in the weight room, getting my numbers back, and uh, spent a lot of time filming our practices, helping out our film staff. So it was good. It kind of also allowed me to master the playbook, I think, just staying in meetings every day not feeling tired or anything, just kind of being fully alert and fresh. I think it really allowed me to get a good grip of the playbook. And so came back after that really strong. I've never had any shoulder injuries or issues since then. And uh, I feel really good. These last two years have been some good ones for me. They certainly have. The past two seasons, you've been a starting interior offensive lineman. You have experience at guard and center. Uh, most of your experience coming at guard, right guard, if I'm not mistaken, Zach. Um, certainly the more you can do, the better. What, what's it been like uh, to work with the Dartmouth coaching staff there? I mean, legendary head coach Buddy Tevens, offensive line coach Keith Clark. How have they helped you turn into the player that you are today? Yeah, Coach Clark's a uh, phenomenal offensive line coach. I've loved playing under him. He uh, gets the job done. He teaches you everything about football, not just offensive line. I uh, The understanding of defenses as a whole that I 
have at the end of my four or five years there. First one I came in is crazy. Just all all the little pre-snap tells between safety rotations, every little thing that coming out of high school we never thought to even look at. I think Coach Clark's done a great job just teaching us the game as a whole. Really appreciate him for that. And the two years that you were a starter for the Big Green, Zach, you guys finished 9-1 and one each of those two seasons. In 2019, you guys won the Ivy League. You won conference. I believe if Ivy League teams were eligible to participate in the FCS playoffs, Zach, that you guys would have made a nice run um, if given the opportunity. Obviously, there's a ton of tradition in the Ivy League. It's where college football began. But is the FCS playoffs something you wish you guys had the opportunity to compete in? For sure. I think a lot of people kind of underestimate how good the Ivy League actually is on that level. And I know in my five years there, three of the years we went 9-1. We'd have been in the playoffs for them. So we've had some really good teams over the years, and I think we'd have fared really well and made some deep playoff runs. But such is life, we didn't get that opportunity. I mean, we knew it going into the fact when we really committed to the Ivy League schools. But, uh, yeah, of course, all of us want to be, have that shot in the playoffs. Well, hey, Ivy League champions, not too shabby. Um, in 2019, Zach, you were not only named first team All-Ivy League, but you were also named to the All-New England team. Between the individual honors and the team success that you guys had in 2019, Zach, could you have asked for a better finish uh, to your collegiate career? Not much. I mean, going 10-0 would have been pretty nice. We dropped that one game <laughs> against Cornell and a uh, kind of a letdown. But aside from that one game, that uh, was about a perfect end of the college career. Again, we're chatting with Zach Sammartino, the standout offensive lineman out of Dartmouth College. And uh, Zach, I'm a big fan of some guys that Dartmouth has uh, pursuing a professional football career this year to go with yourself. There's also Jared Garbino, defensive back Isaiah Swan. When did it hit you that you had a shot at furthering your football career at the next level? It's always been a dream of mine to keep playing football after college. And then I think after I uh, came back from my redshirt year, my first year starting, I realized, like, hey, this went pretty well. And then, so I knew going into my uh, fifth year that this was my goal, or ultimate goal. And uh, so, yeah, I just like going into this season and then staying healthy and just making sure I played my best. And uh, at the end of the season, I definitely knew this was a shot for me. I got to pursue it with everything I have. And talking about bloodlines, Zach, your father played football at Mercyhurst, your uncle Paul played at Cal PA, and your great uncle is the Hall of Fame wrestler Bruno Sammartino. How have they helped shape you into the athlete that you are today? Yeah, I mean, definitely passed along some uh, good genes to myself. I know uh, my dad taught me how to uh, start lifting in eighth or ninth grade, and uh, he's been just a big influence in the weight room, just in my life in general. So I think just having him there to uh, – Show me the ropes when I was first learning has been a huge benefit to me. For those not familiar with your game, Zach, how would you describe it? Uh, what are some of the positive traits that you bring to the offensive line? I think, especially, in the, I think my uh, strong suit is definitely run blocking. I think on film, you see, I'm a mauler. I'm a really strong finisher. I think once I get my hands on guys and locked in, it's pretty much game over. I have really good leg drive, and so. My feet always keep moving through the blocks no matter what. I think as long as that continues to happen, you always have a chance in the block. Yeah, and i, I got to admit, I, I've probably watched your highlight film at least four or five times, you know, two or three <laughs> times just within the past uh, 24 hours, Zach. And it's like Pancake City, I guess you could say. I mean, some of the blocks that you're putting on some of these defenders are absolutely nasty. Talk about the mindset you have to have just to play offensive linemen. And for you, you have not given up a single sack throughout your career there at Dartmouth. I mean, that that's it. that's very impressive in itself. How have you been able to do that? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I uh, 
so our team was a very heavy run team my whole time at Dartmouth. Coach Clark loved running the ball. We ran a lot of power, a lot of outside zone, uh, counter. And so my uh, my true senior season, I think we ran the ball probably 75% of the time. And then this uh, past season, we backed off a little bit, probably 60% of the time we still ran the ball. So I think just our strong run game really uh, opened up our passing game, especially our deep game. And uh, we actually had some very aggressive pass sets, too, really flat on the line just to kind of stop the guys at the tracks. And so that's just something I've been kind of working on this past offseason heading to the NFL, just making sure I get some more depth and a good punch off a pass. You can't be an aggressive set all the time at that level. Right. No, you're absolutely right about that. Um, how about best player that you've played against over the years, Zach? I mean, as I said, I mean, the, the talent level in some of these smaller schools or, or these FCS, even D2, D3 conferences, it seems like year after year it keeps getting better and better. Um, is there a player or two that stands out when you think of the best players that you've uh, lined up against? Yeah, so for me, the best player I've gotten into my career was uh, Brown's defensive tackle. His name was Michael Hoyt, number 93. He, uh, my senior year, he was pretty strong. I mean, he got a lot better going into my uh, fifth year this past season. So he was, no doubt, the uh, most challenging defensive tackle I've had to play. But uh, he's a great player. It was a lot of fun going up against him. Yeah, and I think he's actually expected to go number one overall in the CFL draft. We'll see if he pursues or gets any opportunities in the NFL, see if he pursues that as well. Um, but certainly the, the Brown defensive end, a, a great player, no doubt about it. A couple more questions for you, Zach, then I'll let you go. Really do appreciate your time. Obviously, playing a sport at the college level is one thing. Having to balance it with uh, uh, an Ivy League education is another. I, I see you're majoring in religion. Talk about the challenges of balancing school and football. And once your playing days are over, um, what will you be looking to do next? Yeah, so that was one of my concerns going to an Ivy League school was just figuring out the balance of that workload. But, uh, you know, I think once you kind of get here and you're kind of starting your rhythm and leave a mandatory study table during the season and everything, I think once you're in your rhythm, it's really not that different from many other schools where typical schedule, a couple hours of homework at the, at the end of the night. But uh, it wasn't as challenging as I expected it to be. I think I was a lot more worried about it than I should have been. And uh, so I think all people have this like, are misconception of what the Ivy League students are. And we're just regular guys who want to play college football. And uh, so, yeah, it wasn't, as, it wasn't as challenging as I was expecting it to be. And final question, let's say we have all 32 NFL general managers that are listening to this very interview. Why should they want the standout interior offensive lineman, Zach San Martino, a part of their team? I think I'm a really versatile player, and I can play all three interior positions early on. And uh, I just think, especially in the run game, I've always mauled the opponent across to me. I take pride in putting him on his back. And then my pass protection is what I've been working on the most, but I've already still never allowed a sack in college. And, you know, I can get a harder worker than myself. Zach, congrats on all of your success there at Dartmouth and then even throughout the draft process at the CGS, um, you know, at this mock pro day of yours as well, unfortunately, due to the actual pro day um, being canceled. But you did what you had to do. You put up some fantastic numbers. Congrats again on everything, Zach. Really looking forward to seeing where you land here in uh a little bit less than a month as uh, the 2020 NFL Draft uh, kicks off the weekend of April 23rd through the 25th. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.